Leading Ladies, a Zambian podcast on historical women leaders. The assumption in our past has been women never played a part in grassroots mobilization and political engagement. In reality, some women have played important roles as game-changing grassroots mobilizers, vision carriers, and agents of engagement. Meet Julia Marion Sofwalombe Shikamoneka Mulenga, the political mobilizer. Nsofalombe was born between 1904 and 1910 in Kasama in northern Zambia. Her father, Mulenga Lombe, son of Chief Chitumukulu Ponde, served as an African sergeant during the First World War. She was baptized Julia Mary in the Catholic Church. Julia moved to Lusaka with her husband in the 1940s. There she came face to face with the colonial government and its racist and discriminatory rule against Africans as a house helper in a European family's home. Facing poor conditions of service and having no representation, she joined the Federation of Welfare Associations, an organization formed in 1946 concerned with workers' conditions of service. As with many others, the exposure to the welfare associations introduced Julia to politics and the fight for equal rights and the freedom for the majority population of Africans. Two years later, the Federation of Welfare Association transformed into a political party, the Northern Rhodesian African Congress, NRAC, in 1948. Julia quit her job, opened a food store near Kawata, and became a member of the new party. From her market store, she mobilized fellow marketeers into organized protest groups for the NRAC. Soon after, the party changed its name to the African National Congress, ANC. Julia used her position in the market to interact with women from all walks of life. She became an effective organizer, mobilizer, and recruiter, inviting people to attend rallies by going around at night ringing a tin can filled with stones as a call to upcoming political rallies, protest marches, and boycotts. In 1951, she was amongst those that formed the women's wing of the ANC, the Women's Brigade, a powerful organ of the party that led protests, housed nationalist leaders, raised funds, and organized the rallies across the country. During this time, Julia adopted the nickname Chikamoneka, short for Chikamoneka Chutuluisha, as a moniker to hide her identity and avoid being jailed as was routine among freedom fighters. Above all, it was her way of convincingly carrying and communicating the vision of the struggle and the certainty of achieving freedom to the people. The literal translation of Chikamoneka Chutuluisha is what we are fighting for will be seen or what we are fighting for will definitely come to pass. In 1958, dissatisfied with the low levels of activism in the ANC, Julia and other ANC members formed a new party called Zambian African National Congress, ZANC, which was immediately banned and its leaders detained. This led to the formation of the United National Independence Party, UNIP, with Julia and other women as pioneering members. Her home became a meeting place for UNIP and a hiding place for the party members threatened with imprisonment. This earned her the nickname Mama UNIP. 
With the colonial government dragging its feet on the question of independence for Northern Rhodesia, Julia Chikamoneka continued providing leadership to major protests through UNIPS Women Brigade, which later transformed into the UNIPS Women's League. Throughout her activism, Julia believed that men had their own form of protest and women also had theirs. In 1960, while the male members of UNIP arranged to table their grievances to the visiting British Secretary of State for the colonies, Ian McElroyd, Julia organized her own way of presenting the same grievances to the colonial government. On the day of his arrival, the women marched to the old city airport bare-breasted and dressed only in loincloths, thus publicly exposing their bodies. By tradition, this was the highest form of protest and the signal of a serious confrontation. As McLeod disembarked, the women performed the Ngoni Mugubo funeral procession to show sorrow while carrying placards to communicate their grievances and wishes. Around their necks were tied lengths of string to signify slavery and oppression by the colonial system. Around their waists were tied strings that symbolized the piece of cloth a woman ties around her belly after giving birth. Mucheka in Chewa, Inyemba in Bemba. This communicated the freedom struggle as the pangs of childbirth and signaled the women's belief in the inevitability of the birth of a new independent nation. At the sight of the women, McAloyd broke down and wept. Known for her ability to see humor in every situation, Julia found it amusing to see a white man cry. From all accounts, Julia Chikamoneka's protests had an effect on the colonial administrator's subsequent Northern Rhodesia policy to the point where an angry Roy Walensky, Prime Minister of the Federation of Rhodesia and Nyasaland, accused McAloyd of a mixture of cold calculation, sudden gushes of undignified emotion, and ignorance of Africa. On the 24th of October, 1964, Julia's vision of freedom and independence came to pass and Zambia became a sovereign state. Julia Chikamoneka refused to be given any position in the new government. She had carried the vision of liberation. It had come to pass and that was her reward, she said. Her contribution to the freedom struggle was acknowledged in 1969 when the then president Kenneth Kaunda bestowed her with the Order of Distinguished Service. Julia Marion Sofalombe Chikamoneka died on March 20, 1986 and was accorded a full state funeral. Women have served as vision carriers, grassroots mobilizers and agents of political engagement in the fight for freedom.